You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy uh, Thursday to everybody out there. Today we've got NFL on deck. We've got another division to discuss. We've got tennis picks as well. I'm sorry I missed tweeting the tennis picks yesterday. We didn't talk about them on the show. Uh, but we had gone 3-0. We parlayed our two picks together. And we, um, we played them individually as well so unfortunately i didn't get those out i apologize i uh, got a little flustered with having mo on yesterday and then um ran a little late because we, we talked for an hour and uh had to get somewhere and then totally slipped my mind so i do apologize we had in case you were curious yesterday uh we had rebecca marino Minus 175 against Jasmine Paolini. uh, And Bernard Apera, minus 120 against Barbora Krajikova. And then we parlayed the two for plus 188. And both both get home for us. So fantastic. Today, though, we've got, uh, I think I've got two tennis plays, three tennis plays today. Three of them for today. Uh, And then... In the NFL, we'll discuss. I've got, I bet a bunch of futures over the last three days, I think, this week, of season win totals. I've got a whole bunch of them. So I'm trying to figure out how the best way to to do this is. Maybe I'll share some of them today. I was, it's tough to figure out how to share this stuff. But I'll get them sent in to Ricky. Uh, so that we can get them posted on the website so you can see them that way as well. And we'll talk about them here, of course, like we do with, with everything uh, that I bet. The U.S. Open is starting. It's the qualifiers, which is pretty exciting. Um, there's a lot of matches, and we've got one play there, but it's really exciting. The tournament won't start for sure or proper until... What, the weekend? I think is the official um, start date. So we'll have to wait till the weekend to get the, the actual matches. But I believe this is still... We're still in the qualifiers here. Um, What division do we cover today, though, was the real question. We're already... We're in the NFC. Uh, we did all the AFC teams. Did we? Did we do the AFC West? Oh, gosh. We missed the AFC. You know, I just have one of the worst memories of all time. 
I know we talked about the Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. I don't remember talking about that. We did do the NFC East. The NFC North is there. We'll take the, um, let's go with the NFC South today, though. You really think I'd keep a checklist of this, but nope. Uh, <laughs> NFC South. The Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. This is an interesting, a very interesting division to me for a couple of reasons. Um, right now, the current odds, courtesy of BetMGM, Bucks minus 275, Saints plus 325, uh, Panthers are 11 to 1, and the Falcons are uh, 30 to 1. I think this division could be up for grabs from the Bucks. I'm going to sound like a Bucks hater, a Tom Brady hater right now, but I think they might be in some trouble. Call me crazy. I think they might be in some trouble. Tom Brady, yet again, another year older, and the team around him has gotten worse in almost every way. Offensive line is older. Just everything's older on this team. I'm not convinced we see the same Buccaneers that we've seen in previous years. So much so that I actually have, these are two of the teams I've bet uh, futures on. Now, here's the thing. Um, I, I'm a believer in the alternate win totals. Yes, the alternate win total. So you can shop these around. You can look at DraftKings um, has them. I think FanDuel has them as well. Uh, BetMGM has them. Not a ton of books. The big ones will have this. But they will give you alternate season win total lines. And the reason I believe that it's a good value bet, if you pick the right ones, is that if you look at an NFL season, Even last year, for example, or take the last couple of years. If you were to write down the difference between a team's preseason win total number and what they actually finish with, it's oftentimes it's not even close. Right? Like the standard deviation between and between the team and their season win total and how many they actually have every year, any team is usually pretty big. You know, we're talking two wins, sometimes three wins, but two wins, three wins, somewhere in there. Difference between the, the preseason win total and what they actually end up with. And if you start betting these alternate lines, these alternate season win totals, there's actually some pretty good plus money to be had that's, you know, maybe two games out of what their season win total is. Now, I got to tell you, I think it's a pretty good way to bet some of these. So, for example, in the NFC South, in the NFC South, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, um, we, do have a, we do have a pretty bad bet on the Panthers. I'll just throw this out there. Not that it really matters, but we have a pretty bad bet on them when, when we were looking for... Uh, was Deshaun going to go there? I don't even remember now. That's horrible. 
I think it was Deshaun was looking. Deshaun Watson was on the fence about heading to to Carolina, or it was one of the teams in the in the running, the strong running. So we actually have a plus six fifty ticket on the Carolina Panthers, and they're eleven to one right now. So that is just horrendous. So I'll tell you the good and the bad. Don't worry. I'll tell you the good and the bad here. Um, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this is what I bet for them. I bet under 10 and a half plus 180. Under 10 and a half wins plus 180. And I even think, truthfully, I could have gotten more aggressive there and bet even a little further. Maybe even take a shot at nine and a half. I know you're calling me crazy for that because it's the Buccaneers, but are we? Is it just one of the teams that we just assume is going to be good? Like, why do we think the Buccaneers are going to be so good? I'm not necessarily convinced of that. And then in the same, okay, here's this. I'm looking over my list of bets. I actually bet twice on the Buccaneers, and just like I said, under nine and a half, I bet. At plus 240. So I have under 10.5 and and under 9.5 on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm low on them this year. I really am. I really am. I just don't. They've gotten worse everywhere. I don't see how they're going to show up and win a ton of games again. As far as the Saints go. We've bet them at plus 100 for over eight and a half wins, season wins, regular season wins. Over eight and a half plus 100. Not great, right? Plus 100 is tough to hang up your money all season, but people always ask me about what do I bet like before the season? Is there anything I should bet? Um how much should I bet? How much am I bankroll? How many units should I? Do I only go for the long shots? Why would I ever bet a minus one twenty five? And it the 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 answer is stupid, which it really just depends. It depends on what kind of better you are. It depends on what kind of bankroll you have. It depends on a lot of different things. If you can. survive without it for you know for the, the the football season and still bet everything that you want to during the season then yeah throw them in throw the futures in but if you you know if you're going to take away from money that you're going to be betting during the season and you think you can win during the season I wouldn't recommend it but at the same time that's assuming that you're a winning week to week NFL sports better which is not an assumption that should be made uh, lightly because most people are not. Majority, high majority of people are not. Did anybody else sign up for the DraftKings uh, Pick'em contest yet? The contest? Let me know if you signed up at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. I'd love to... I'd love to hear. I'd love to talk some strategy. That's what we're going to focus on a lot as we go through the season, which I'm really excited for. So, um, yeah, if you 
If you did, let me know. Shoot me a tweet. Um, we had a real nice message uh, this morning over on Twitter as we wind down the final, you know, the final golf tournament of the year. Had a real, a couple of real nice messages. Um, just thanking us for all the work we did on the golf side, how it helped win some money. I won't read it verbatim. It's it's over there, but I, you know, I I appreciate that so much. So, so much. I'm glad you found value out of it. That's what I'm here to do, and it just makes me so happy that, uh, that there's people that are that are finding value in it and finding value in it but actually winning money, which is just awesome. Um, Let's see here. Do, do, do. So the rest of the NFC South, I don't really, you know, Panthers might be a little bit better. Falcons, I've heard conversations that maybe they'll be a little bit better than, than people think. But really, the my main feeling after looking at the numbers and just looking at the, the landscape of this, I do think the Buccaneers are in a little bit of trouble. Um, we actually just got a text from Ricky here. Tyron Smith left tackle for the Cowboys. Going to miss eight games. Eight games. Uh, roughly eight games for the Cowboys. Uh, be curious to see. Looks like the line hasn't moved as far as I can tell yet. Like for their division or anything. Um, I wonder if their season win total. Because this is, I think, I don't know when this happened, but. Nothing's really changed. We'll go ahead and, and pull up the Cowboys uh, season win total here and see see if anything's changed. I'm not even sure I would recognize it if it did. Um, there's just so many interesting props, man. If you just take your time and go through all these props, you'll find stuff that makes money. I know you will. Um, so it looks like they're set at 10 and a half over under is kind of where the line is right now. Under 10 and a half is minus 145. Under nine and a half is plus 125. Under eight and a half plus 210. That's something I don't, maybe don't mind taking. Under eight and a half, under nine and a half. Somewhere in there. I could be interested. I could be talked into that. One of the props that I really like is that I I just would love to make a bet on, but I can't quite wrap my head all the way around it is, you know, Dallas Cowboys to start 4-0 and or Dallas Cowboys to start 0-4. There's bets for who will be the last undefeated team, who will be the last team to get a win. There's all kinds of these, all these markets that I just am fascinated with, but I can't ever quite you know, rationalize it in my head or on paper for that matter to make a, a, a plus EV bet on it. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, I'm looking here. That's Washington team with the most wins team with the least wins. Is there anything to be played there? Three to one Texans, Three and a half to one Falcons, Jets six fifty, Bears eight hundred, Seahawks eight hundred. 
No, I don't think so. Justin Herbert, and this is the stuff I just, Justin Herbert to win the MVP and the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, 100-1. to How about that? I don't hate that. I mean, I know that I know the hold on that is going to be stupid, but I actually don't hate that very much. I might uh, put a couple bucks on that. Why not? Why not? No, oh, boy, little pizza money on that one. Um, but DraftKings has those really cool markets that are really interesting, and I love them. We'll we'll have a show on those towards the end before we get to the season. But I think there's so many. We're going to make a bet on one of those. Last defeat, undefeated team and last team to get a win. We are going to have a market on that. As far as the Cowboys go, no, I don't think there's been any massive changes. It doesn't look like it, really. Um, so we'll have to keep our eye on that, see if it moves throughout the day today. Or if that you know sparks a conviction for you and you're hearing this, Jump on, try and try and grab a good number. The tennis picks for today. Three tennis plays for today. Uh, first one is in. Uh, I forget what order these are in. Uh, this one's in Cleveland. So I got one in Cleveland, one in the other tournament that's currently going on, and one at the U.S. Open. So we got all we're we're covered everywhere. Um. First one is in Cleveland. It's Elise Cornate and Shui Zhang. You know what we're doing. Shui Zhang, minus 110 against Elise Cornate. Cornate's numbers just are not good. I don't understand why she gets priced like this. She has won a couple in a row here at this tournament. She's starting to roll a little bit. But uh, hopefully Shui Zhang can can shut it down. But uh, I just don't quite understand. I mean, Elise Cornate's... a pretty big name in in tennis, but I, the numbers just don't don't add up. Uh, the play over in the other tournament, which is called I'm drawing a blank, oh, there's so many qualifiers going on right now. Uh, Granby Canada, Granby Canada, Marta Kostyuk. And Rebecca Marino, we're going back with Rebecca Marino, excuse me. Plus 110 is the price there. Marino uh, in great form. We had her yesterday. Kostyuk's numbers just aren't that good. We'll go with that. And then over at the U.S. Open, all those matches, and we came out with one play. Um, There were, I mean, if I was being a little more liberal with the plays. I could have probably come up with a handful more. It's just really hard when you've got the qualifiers and it's these players that like don't play a lot and there's not a lot of data on them. And some of their matches don't have any data at all. It's hard to make a confident assessment of what they can do on, on the hard court. So I tend to stay, you know, even if I look at it and I think, Hmm, I think I could have something here. I generally let it go for the qualifiers. But not in this case. Um, Astra Sharma, plus 115 against Rekka Luka Yanni. 
Uh, this is today at 3.15 if you're looking through the qualifiers page. 3.15 Eastern time today. Astra Sharma, Rekha, Luka, Yanni. J-A-N-I. And Astra Sharma, you know, she's not the best on the hard court, right? So... We're going to go against her. Rekha Lukiani. I think I, I, excuse me if I messed up that right at the beginning. We're on Rekha Lukiani, plus 115 against Astra Sharma. Astra Sharma is like a minus 150 favorite or so. 155. 150. Rekha Lukiani. Astra Sharma is not very good on the hard court. As I just said, that, that is certainly true. Yanni is, um, she just hasn't played on the hard court much, and I think this is her first match on the hard court this year, or at least this hard court uh, swing that we have going on. And yeah, that's a risk I'm willing to take. You look at her career numbers, or you know, sometimes part of last year, hard court numbers are better than Astra Sharma's. The real outlier is going to be whether or not it's going to affect her to be either her first match on the hard court today. Um, but Astra Sharma, really historically bad on the hard court. She's definitely a clay court player. So uh, we'll go with Rekha Luka Yanni, plus 115 against Astra Sharma. And that's kind of what we run into a lot with the qualifiers is people like Yanni that haven't played a lot of hardcore. Maybe they're generally clay players or, or grass or whatever clay normally. And they don't have a lot of data on hardcore. And even when they do, it's it's there's no data on it because, you know, it's pretty small players here. So it's tough to find and uh, on and on and on. And it makes it a little bit difficult rather than, you know, Elise Cornate and Shui Zhang. I've got every data point for years on them both. just an interesting uh, little bit there steady picks radio wake up and wager thanks so much for listening today at get steady picks over on twitter at steady picks underscore tom let us know what you think thanks for listening as always talk to you tomorrow